Hello, and welcome to the Built On Air podcast. Built On Air is a regular podcast where we talk with everyday people and learn about the amazing things they are doing with Airtable. Today's podcast is sponsored by OpenSide, the leading solutions provider for Airtable customers. Check out OpenSide.com to learn more about their products and services that can take your Airtable usage to the next level. Use promo code BUILTONAIR to receive $20 towards any product purchase. Today on the Built On Air podcast, we travel to France to chat with Ambrose Denain, startup co-founder, CTO, developer, and more. Ambrose has always had a passion for technology and worked for years as a front-end and full-stack developer before co-founding his startup, Unly. Unly focuses on providing access to education for students, and among many of his roles with the company, Ambrose heads up the technology team as CTO. He says he was introduced to Airtable by another nonprofit organization and immediately saw the potential in its easy-to-understand and intuitive interface. They didn't dig in until a couple of months later, but soon they were using it regularly for everything from risk assessment to time tracking. One thing that Ambrose, and many Airtable users alike, grew frustrated with was the lack of capabilities with regards to backing up data. In an attempt to fill some of that gap, Ambrose and the team at Unly released an open source software for managing Airtable backups. He demos his product for us today, showing us how a little technical knowledge can help you set up time backups that will capture entire bases at whatever time increment you set. Check out the show notes to learn more about Ambrose, Unly, and their backup software. All right, good afternoon. How are you today, Ambrose? Well, I'm fine. What about you, Ali? I am great. Thank you so much for joining us on Built On Air today. I really appreciate you taking the time today. Well, it's a pleasure shared. Uh, I didn't expect to be invited in the, in the podcast uh, that fast after releasing uh, the, the Airtable Backups uh, software, open source. Yes, that is super exciting. So I saw your post on the community forum, um, and that is posted under, is it Unly? Your, the name yes. of your... Awesome. Of my company, yes. Great. I am uh, I'm one of the three co-founders, and uh, Unly is basically um, uh, an organization that helps students access higher education. Okay. And uh, to, to do so, we have several kind of ways and the most important aspect of the, of it is like the financial aspect. When uh, you are a student and when you want to uh, follow higher education studies, the mm-hmm. first issue is going to be money. Yeah. And it is true in the, very true in America, but it is true uh, in France as well and most uh, most countries nowadays. So um, that's why uh, that's our mission to help people access higher education. Awesome. And so, so when did you uh, co-found that? Well, I, I joined the company two years ago. Okay. And uh, we are three co-founders, and I'm uh, managing all the IT-related stuff, let's say. That's awesome. And so I read a little about your background. So you kind of left the comfort of your regular job to go and start this on your own. What was that like? Well, first, I wasn't exactly on my own because uh, I'm working with two awesome people right. and uh, that changes everything. Yes. I'm not alone with my own issues. I'm, uh, we are together with our own issues, <laughs> but it helps. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it, I, I didn't plan on building this, uh, this company, but uh, 
it was, I don't know, luck or fate, or whatever you call it, uh, that makes us meet together, like completely randomly. And we didn't expect it and it just walked, walked, walked its uh, way out. And now we are two years later and still, uh, still uh, going. That's awesome. That's, it's always yes. nice when you find people that you just click with. Yes, it's true. <laughs> it doesn't happen so often. Exactly, exactly. So you're very lucky that you have that. Um, and so what was the inspiration behind uh, starting your own company together? When I met the, the main uh, founder, uh, Jeremy, mm-hmm. he had uh, already started uh, this business with okay. a code learning platform for students. Mm-hmm. So the point of uh, what he was doing back then was to help students access higher education through code lending. Okay. And uh, the platform still exists today. It's called uh, StudyLink, but mm-hmm. it's only for French uh, students at this time because regulations are quite uh, complicated uh, regarding uh, monies and uh, money transfer across countries and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So at this time, only works for French students, but we hope that someday we will be able to expand this, uh, this business. Awesome. That's really cool. Um, so, and then uh, branching off of that, you uh, kind of dove into Airtable. Did you, did you discover Airtable uh, because of your job? Yes. Uh, actually, uh, I met another uh, non-profit organization, mm-hmm. people from, from, from there, and uh, they, they told me about Airtable and they showed me uh, what they were doing with it. And I was like, yeah, it's nice. It's, uh, it feels like better than Excel or Google Sheet, like uh, more fancy UI, uh, easier to understand, um, like just better overall. And the, the relationship stuff is really, really strong, uh, a strong capabilities feature. So I liked it. And we didn't use it uh, like right away, but uh, a few months later, I, I digged in, I dug in into it. And um, and I really liked it because it's easy. It's like you want to put an image here, you copy paste the image. It's it's simple. Uh, they've made a outstanding uh, job on the on the UI and the UX, mm-hmm. and um, that is one of the main reasons it's so widely used. I, I believe. I, I couldn't agree more. It's it puts yeah. it in a beautiful way that you can understand. It's very intuitive. Yeah, it's. Really easy to get started with. It's like, it's brainless, let's say. It's <laughs> like, okay, it's do stuff. It, it can get complicated when you have to deal with a lot of relationships, but there are a lot of resources online to, uh, to find inspiration and uh, to start from a template or stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we, we use it uh, regularly and we use it today for uh, several internal projects like uh, risk uh, assessment management. In internal of our company, but also time tracking or other stuff like stuff for customers. Um, what, what I really like the most about Airtable is like it's really perfect fit for proof of concept. Mm-hmm. Like you want to start a new project, whatever it is, and you need some kind of database and the ability to change it easily and the ability to provide uh, a customer with a link or someone with a edit link or view link or form or it's it grants a lot of uh, different capabilities and um it's really easy to to just get started 
it's so cool how it's super easy to get started. And then it also gives you that launching pad to get more complicated as you learn more. Yeah. It's, e- it's easy and powerful at the same time. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so you started using it and then what was the inspiration for bu- building this platform that you just released for backups? Did you realize that, oh, wow, we don't actually have any of this data stored anywhere else? Well, um, as I said, um, we use Airtable for some of our clients mm-hmm. and the data that are stored uh, in Airtable are only stored in Airtable. And that is quite critical because if something bad happens, whatever it is, uh, all fault, Airtable's fault, whatever, then we lose all the data because we don't have any external backups. And that can, can be um, a, a life or death uh, thing for a company, for any organization. And um, it is too critical not to, uh, not to, to find a solution that would allow us to restore even if it is only partial backups, but the ability to restore the data. Right. So the, the point of the, of the tool uh, we released is to make such external backups, meaning it's not owned by Airtable, it's owned by yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you have complete control over how much, how many backups you want to make on which table, which basis, at which time, which frequency, how long you're going to to uh, store them. Uh, there is uh, automated life cycle, so you can decide to automatically uh, delete some that are like six months old or two years old. Mm-hmm. And um, it is still uh, at this point limited, and it's unfortunately limited because of uh, our tables own uh, limitations. Right. They have a very strong limitation uh, on their API. The capabilities they provide are quite are not powerful enough for anything that that needs to scale, basically, in my opinion. Security also has, uh, could be better, especially regarding uh, some like the API tokens. They don't follow the best uh, rules. And uh, mm-hmm. for instance, if uh, if you leak the um, API credential that allow access and updates to one of your bases, right. all of your bases are impacted, yes. and it means that making one mistake quent, can grant access to someone to the whole thing. Yeah, and that is really not uh, what I would like to to have. Yes. So. Yes. There are some uh, limitations, mm-hmm. and um, for instance, when uh, Airtable has its own backup um, feature, like right. you, you click on a base and then you make a backup of it, a mm-hmm. snapshot. They call them snapshots. Yeah. It's it's nice. I, I, it is more powerful than what we have built, but it is internal. Right. Meaning that if you delete the base itself, you don't have access to the snapshot anymore. Mm-hmm. So you lose the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So in in such case, the only way to restore the data is to ask Airtable to restore the whole base. That's the only way I, I know of. I've never used it. I never had the uh, unfortunate <laughs> chance to, to 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 have to do so. I right. hope it's never going to going to happen. Yeah. 
But uh, snapshots are, are still, in my opinion, uh, better than what we did because they can restore the whole thing, relationships, images, the whole thing. Right. While Outlook is limited, but Outlook is external, meaning that um, if a table loses the capability to restore its own snapshots, like if they make a mistake, if they, if they lose a snapshot, if they, have, if they have an intrusion in the system, security issue, or just a bug, yeah. well, you may be fucked. <laughs> we don't want that for to happen for us. Exactly. So, so it's like a last resort uh, thing. Mm-hmm. We rely on the snapshot quite regularly, but again, you cannot automate those. You have to click manually on mm-hmm. each base to make a snapshot. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, optimal. It's not scalable. Yeah. All solution is so it's the last resort, in my opinion. Well, still, I mean, it, it's interesting because it, it's something that needs to be there because you're completely right. If somebody were to delete the base, you wouldn't have access to the snapshots anymore. Yeah. And so your solution kind of steps in as a way to say, hey, you can still save it here. You'd still have to import it all into a new base, but you still have the data. Yeah. That's perfect. We, we, we don't have um, a restore capability yet. We worked on it, and it's quite hard to make it uh, to make it right because of what uh, Airtable API uh, allows. Right. And um, we are working on it, but I'm not sure. I, I won't give any ETA for this mm-hmm. because it's like it may be months away. So right, it, it's complicated, really. I I can imagine, and and I I don't. I can't even think about how you might go about creating a new column with a formula that was there before or something like yeah. that. I don't think they allow you to do that. So I mean, well, basically, if we go a bit more into the technical, mm-hmm. um, I, I will show you uh, um, later on in the day demo what, what, how does a backup look like. Right. But basically, it provides the data, mm-hmm. but it doesn't provide the structure of the data. Right. So it doesn't tell you there is a relationship between this field and this field. Okay. It doesn't tell you there is a formula here. It doesn't tell you there is a, like a, a styling uh, wolf on, on this field. So right. even if you restore the raw data, you lose all the things that make the, the real value of it. Right. right. Exactly. Even, with, even with, with all backups. But this kind of stuff is properly restored with the snapshots. That's why they are more powerful. Right. right. But limited as well. So, exactly. no perfect solution out there. Uh, right. It's been uh, it, it's a topic that's been discussed for years now. Uh, many people have asked for such uh, ability to make external backups that are actually uh, restorable, mm-hmm. and so far n- nothing has happened. So yeah. we have we have to make a first step. Exactly. Well, the community sure appreciates you stepping in and, and providing that service, I'm sure. And I know that I do. Um, I'm excited to hear like a little bit more mm-hmm. about like uh, some use cases that you might um, have for your product. I, mean, um, I can think of many. I can think of, I'm sure there are <laughs> a lot. If we focus on what Airtable doesn't uh, allow for, mm-hmm. like the life cycle, you can configure automated uh, backups that, uh, that you, you just configure them and then you just forget about them. It just works behind the scene in the background, right. just does the stuff. 
and that's it. And if you don't want to store too many of them, you have lifecycle abilities through uh, Amazon uh, AWS S3 configuration of the bucket that stores the, the data because it uses uh, AWS S3 for, for storing the, the backup themselves. It's one of the most, like the cheapest thing out there. So you can store a lot of backups and still pay nothing, like literally nothing for, for it. In, in my use case, if stuff goes wild, let's say, and I have to restore stuff manually mm -hmm. with my backup, I can do it myself. And I can restore them either in an Airtable or in another system. Mm -hmm. I just have to write a script that takes the data and make some uh, calculation and then inject them somewhere else. So perfect. That, that's something that may be covered by Airtable if you can export the data, but I, I, I'm not quite, quite sure about that. No, I mean, and you can export it, but you can't automate any export yeah. exporting of it. Yeah. So what you're yeah, so that's where you step yeah. in, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah that's But great. still, there are, there are too many limitations at this time for me to consider this like stable and usable for... It's usable in production system, yeah. but it may not save the day if something goes really bad because it's too um, limited at this, at this time. And, and let's say, uh, because Airtable doesn't allow you to know which tables are within a base. Right. You don't know which table are there. You don't have a list of the table. Right. You have to know every table in advance. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's say you create a new table. Yeah. Well, the, the backup is not going to, to, to cover it automatically because it doesn't know about it and it cannot know about it automatically. Right. That, that is one of uh, Atable's API limitation, for instance. It, it, it's a big one, in my yeah. opinion. Oh, absolutely. So you have to update. So the backup tool to add the new uh, table's name so that new backups will include it. And it's a manual step that we couldn't uh, automate it easily. Yeah, absolutely. But that's understandable for sure. I mean, that's, and that is already a limitation with most apps that are connected to Airtable, like for Zapier, for example, if you change the name of a table or change the name of a field, you still have to go and manually update that as mm -hmm. well. Um, so yeah, definitely a limitation of Airtable's API. Um, but still, I mean, like you said, it's the first step. So I'm excited to yes. hear more. Absolutely. And I applaud you for taking that first step. Well, thank you. If people want to step in and help the product uh, grow larger, there are ways to automate such, such things. They are complicated, mm -hmm. uh, but there are ways. Yes. So, but it, it will rely mostly on uh, open source uh, contributions because uh, we, we will not invest much more time into it because what we have built right now is enough for our primary need. Mm -hmm. So if the if the community wants to contribute, they are, I will be uh, happy to uh, to help. So, but we will not uh, do the stuff ourselves right. at this point. Understood. Absolutely. So so you you have a background in technology, I'm assuming. Yes. I have quite awesome. a lot. Great, that's that's awesome. So, what what did you um like? What's been your focus primarily? Um, the web web technologies uh, mainly. I I, I had my uh, well, I I have always been in love with uh, computers uh, since I was uh, very very uh, young, like 
eight years old, mm-hmm. playing Age of Empire on uh, on the family computers, kind of stuff. Then uh, I had my own uh, around thirteen, and uh, I started uh, coding and uh, developing uh, HTML, CSS, basic stuff really at around seventeen. It it got so uh, used to around twenty when uh, I I joined um, a school when I learned programming uh, all day long for five years. And uh, and then I worked two years uh, in Paris mm-hmm. as a software engineer, and then I quit and uh, I uh, founded uh, Anime. Awesome! And here I am, two years later. That's great. Well, it must have been super scary to quit and go and do something new, but I mean, it seems yeah. like it worked out for you pretty well. So that's awesome. It it did. It did definitely. Great. Well, good for you. That's super cool. Um, I'm excited to see what you've built. If you want to share your screen, yes. So I can share something, but it's nothing really fancy because, as I said, everything works in, works in the background. Right. So I'm going to share uh, a few uh, a few things. Yes, please. Based on the on the demo, the um, open source software. Like uh, the, the, we are going to see the Airtable uh, base. That is one of the templates we used and used as a as a demo for the for the software. So um, here you have one of the template of Airtable, which is called Digital Video Production. So you have a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, really, the content doesn't matter at all. It's just here to make some uh, basic content that, mm-hmm. that we can use to um, to to test our backups. Mm-hmm. So the repository is this one, uh, Airtable backups, order plate, and this explains in detail how to set up the whole thing. So as I said, it is based on your own AWS account. Mm-hmm. So you are the owner of the of the uh, backups, which is pretty important to me because I'm not going to give my backups to uh, some random third party. Yes. I, I want to stay in control, and uh, that's what we are, we are advising. So I won't go into the detail of the whole setup thing because it's not interesting in the video. I'm just <laughs> going to show what happens. Okay. So here we are on AWS S3. I'm using a, a sandbox uh, account. And um, we have this bucket, Airtable Backups Demo staging for the test. Uh, so we have a few, a few backups. And here we have uh, automated backups that have been uh, configured to run every three minutes. So it's, it's currently running, there, is, there are 15 of them. And you can see that the last one uh, was made. Uh, so this one is our latest. Well, I haven't changed the data, so it doesn't really matter. What matters is that they are uh, running every few minutes. So mm-hmm. here is a, a little bit of the source code. And that's how I, I say every three minutes. There is a lot of other way to configure it. So basically, mm-hmm. I took one uh, backup, which is using this base ID. It's going to backups all those tables. It's going to store all, all the backups in Airtable backup for the plate folder, which is um, this one, Airtable backup for the plate, this folder. And uh, storage class is, uh, is which um, type of storage you're going to use. There are several values, and those um, well, the, the cost of storing and retrieving the data, the backups, uh, depends on the storage. 
So we use standard um, AI because it's um, most uh, right. So it's a, it's the best in, a, in the average case to, to okay. use. Maybe you want to use uh, something else like Glacier Deep Archive, but those are the most cheapest. But uh, you cannot retrieve the backup uh, immediately, so it may not be the wise, wisest uh, choice. Right. And you can just go on and go on and go on and add more uh, backups here. Another table duplicates this and uh, add another table, new bases, new directory, new storage class, and you can add as many as you want. Okay. So you could add so, multiple bases in this code here. Yes, in this code here, yeah. Basically, basically duplicating uh, this and change stuff here. Awesome. And if I want, for instance, to, um, to have one backup every few minutes and another backup every day, mm -hmm. I, I could make two backups of the same uh, base and have different um, lifecycle strategies. Awesome. So. And would it save it all in one file, or would it save it for a different file for the? No, it, uh, those will be different files because they are not the same uh, bases, awesome. and it will be in uh, different folders. You see here, mm -hmm. uh, it's because I only have one base. But if I want to name it uh, like digital video production, that's mm -hmm. what I will I will do digital video production, and then I will have another base and use uh, S3 directory with the basis name, that's what I do in my production systems mm -hmm. because it makes it ma just makes more sense and it's easier to find. Right. All right. So I'm not going to change this and all the deploy stuff here because it takes two minutes and it's not interesting. <laughs> we can um, test it. Yeah. This way, for instance, just to see if the backup works. This is going to make a, a test. So it's run locally on my computer, but uh, it will perform a, an actual backup of the of the day, and it's faster than uh, than uh, deploying the whole thing. Mm -hmm. okay. So here it is; it's been deployed, so you can see that we have a new backup here, and I will find it here. Yeah, it appeared some somewhere. Yeah. I saw it. And that, that's just to test the system uh, locally to make sure it works fine and uh, your height, your um, table is properly configured and such. Mm -hmm. well, one of the most difficult things uh, with this system is that because everything happens in the background, you don't really see uh, what happens uh, yourself. So it's uh, difficult to, to monitor or to be aware of what works and what doesn't. Uh, to answer this need, what we have done is to plug it with uh, Epsagon. And Epsagon is uh, linked to uh, AWS Lambda, which is what performs uh, the backups. It's basically the server that does the, the backup thing. Okay. And here, you have statistics about what happens. So you can see that I just made a backup a minute ago here, and I have some uh, CloudWatch logs about what happened, and I can see that. I have my logs here, and everything is much easier. Um, okay, I didn't instrument this, but I'm going to show you with my production system. Yeah. And when you instrument stuff, you can have an architecture view, which tells you what happens between the different components that are running in the background. So 
the AWS S3 and uh, the Lambda and Airtable. And you can see everything that goes there with uh, credentials, errors, stuff like that. So it's much easier to monitor and understand what uh, goes wrong when things go wrong. Yeah. Um, Epsagon is uh, free until 1 million event a month. So uh -huh. it's, uh, it's, it's a lot, let's say, for, for backups thing. Uh, if you pay from 1 million backups a month, then I believe you can pay for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness. And, uh, what, uh, what, uh, the, the last thing I'm going to talk about is uh, data structure itself. So here is uh, the content of a backup okay. through our tool. Uh -huh. it's, uh, it's basically it. So we have the video tracker here. Mm -hmm. And this is basically one table. And okay. this is another table and another table. And when you go into it, you have uh, the base ID and all the fields and when the base was created. And for each field, you have stuff and stuff and stuff and stuff. Mm -hmm. What you can see is that uh, it, for images, for instance, it relies on uh, Airtable CDN. So that is uh, a limitation currently of the backup script, in my opinion, because if Airtable uh, removes the asset for whatever reason, right. then you lose all the assets in your base, even though you are person backup. So mm -hmm. that's one limitation. A way to, uh, to uh, lower this limitation would be to basically fetch all the assets when you're performing the backup, but right. it could get much heavier um, to, to store them. Right. And it's, uh, it's a bit more complicated, but that, that would be a better, a better way to, to do things. In my opinion, we just haven't done it. Right. Um, and what what I meant uh, sooner with, for instance, video tracker. When you have relationships like series or stuff like that, mm -hmm. uh, you, you don't see those in the in the backups. For instance, you don't know that the project lead is going to be a relationship with the people table. It's, it's not going to to appear anywhere. It just does doesn't so you have to right and since this 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 wasn't a relationship mm -hmm. but this is everything that starts with rec which means record i believe yes uh is um, um relationship record right but you don't know from which table yeah exactly so you know any restore tool we need to uh, resolve which table this belongs to and makes make it uh, understandable that it is from this table and rest of the stuff. Those are, are, are what I mean by um, table API allows for uh, data uh, backups, but not the structure. Mm -hmm. And you won't see anything like uh, um, formulas or blocks or stuff like that. It's all lost in the process. Yep. Absolutely. And I'm sure that the same happens with even a lookup field, too. It'll return the, the record ID instead of the value. Um, and I think that's just, it's just innately, most, most apps that I've used that hook up into Airtable are like that as well. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say, I don't know. I don't connect much, much things to Airtable, actually. Yeah. So I don't have much experience with it. I just use it as a as it is and uh, grants uh, customer, my mm -hmm. customers access to it mm -hmm. and, uh, and they can manage their own data and then we can import those, 
those data in another system awesome. so for building websites or stuff like that. That's really cool. But I mean, this looks and it's very clean and easy to read. And I definitely could see the usefulness of this because there's, there's nothing else out there really that allows you to no, automate. No, there, there isn't, not, a, not a, my knowledge, at least. Um, there are paid solutions, right? but if, even those are limited. Mm -hmm. uh, this one is not a paid solution. We will have to pay for the AWS uh, resources, mm -hmm. but we, we, we back up like uh, every day, several basis, and it costs us like zero dollar uh, oh a year God. because it's, uh, it, it, the storage is really cheap. Mm -hmm. it's, it gets clean uh, after a few months because we don't need the backup anymore. Right. And, um, and AWS Lambda and AWS uh, S3 are the two most cheapest uh, at AWS um, tools uh, out there. So it's, it's really, really cheap overall. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I, think I've, I think I've done, uh, 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 I lost my word. Um, an overview. Uh, I, I think I've done a, a good, uh, I've given a good overview of the whole thing and capabilities and limitation of what we build. I Would you use it? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing else out there right now, really, that gives you that flexibility for, as you say, for a, for little to no price. So that is yeah. excellent. Um, definitely. I mean, I can see a lot of need for it. Or, I mean, I already have seen a lot of need for it. Um, so yes, definitely. I mean, the one the one limitation I think is for someone who doesn't understand coding that well. But if you do, mm. then then this is perfect. Yes, exactly. That's one of the um, another limitation we didn't talk about. It, it you still need some knowledge, IT knowledge, because you will need to configure your AWS account, mm -hmm. configure uh, access roles and stuff like that. And mm. this can can be quite complicated. And because AWS is a huge product, and uh, we, we chose it because we know how to use it, and we use the serverless uh, framework, which simplifies right. the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, still, for a newcomer, it can, can be difficult to to grasp the right but lots of different things. Honestly, absolutely. But I mean, your regular IT department could employ this easily. I would say. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, that would. But they would figure out, figure it out. It's not uh, it's not that complicated when you have knowledge of this kind of stuff. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing. That was wonderful. And kudos to you. You've definitely built a a clean product here. It looks great. Thank you. Of course. Well, we hope uh, the community will uh, step in and uh, help improve. There are there are several things to be done. For instance. I've read about a solution, a very smart one, uh, regarding how to detect which uh, tables are used by, by base automatically. Mm -hmm. okay. And the solution consists to connect with a browser to Airtable and display the, select the base and display the page and then fetch from the, from the web page, get all the tables name and use them in the backup thing to backup all the tables one by one using the API. That, that is possible, mm -hmm. even though it is really complicated, in my opinion, for, for doing something that should be much, much simpler. Right. But it is possible. Um, it's possible to uh, improve the script, to automatically link the relationship 
by resolving them when uh, building the backup. It's also possible to make uh, an asset folder and download all the assets so that the backup can be restored in full. Mm -hmm. But yes, still imitation with formulas, blocks, styling, this kind of stuff. Uh, I, I don't see uh, how it could be uh, saved. Maybe, maybe with the same solution of uh, connecting to the web page mm -hmm. and uh, extracting those kind of stuff. Uh, but it's, it's quite complicated. Right. It's when, what, at what point do you draw the line of, do I spend my time working on that yeah. or just hope that Airtable will come out with a solution, hopefully? <laughs> well, that, that is why open source exists in the first place, actually, for right. the kind of stuff that uh, doesn't grant you any, any serious advantage over, over, over other people or other organization, mm -hmm. but by sharing this knowledge together and improving it, together, then we improve the overall capabilities of everyone. And that is one of the best aspects of open source. Since this is uh, released under MIT, a license, anybody can use it, change it, use it, sell it if they want and, and stuff like that. So it's fully open source. Great. And, and where can our listeners go to learn more about you and Unli and, and your product? Well, uh, we have a website at uh, unli.org. Okay. And uh, we are on social networks um, like Facebook, Twitter, um, and uh, LinkedIn with uh, only or only ed for education. Uh, depends. Awesome. And we'll put those links in the show notes for sure. Awesome. Thank you, Ellie. Thank you so much for joining me today. It was a pleasure talking with you. Uh, pleasure share. Uh, I liked it. Me too. Excellent. And have a great rest of your day. Thank you. 